Bohemians. <laughs> <laughs> you know what time it is. We're over here laughing already. <sighs> How are y'all doing out there on planet Earth? How's planet Earth treating you? Whew. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> so we are here. Chrysalis Sun, um, hostess of Be The Vibe Radio, and we are coming for another edition of Why in the Sky, July 2020. 2020, man. Yes, we are almost halfway, pretty much halfway through the year. We have, we have passed the halfway point. It's, uh, man, I, I don't know how people are supposed to feel about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I guess we'll let the people decide. So I've introduced myself. Who is this with me speaking? This is the one and only Shaman Hands, a.k.a. Reverend Sean Wills Goldman, in the building. I don't know if y'all can tell, but I'm a lot more excited about this broadcast (laughs) (laughs) than I was last month. The last two months, actually. Especially last month, though. I was not having it i was not feeling it i was like y'all could take y'all wide in the sky requests and go <laughs> shove them where the yeah. sun don't shine Almost. he had he needed to hold that spot last month she had to get me up out the bed <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh but can you tell i'm smiling i'm smiling this time i'm feeling good yes you are feeling good and i finally um Stop traveling long enough to be able to record this way in the sky. <laughs> welcome back. In the last two weeks, I've been in North Carolina and New Orleans. So. And speaking of welcome back, I so appreciate the delicious meal that you just put together for me right before this. I'm I'm so ready, y'all. Y'all need to thank Chrysalis because <laughs> she went in like extra hard in the kitchen. Like I'm feeling so good. I'm I'm like y'all about to get the best of me. So. You did say that literally. <laughs> And we got we got a lot of information to cover. I don't know what her uh, spread is looking like. She did give me a, a little a little hint. Oh, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll talk about it. She gave me a hint, but I don't know what the exhale was for. I guess we about to find out. The, oh, she giving me the look now too. Uh oh, yeah. We it's it's it's. Weird. Oh wow. Okay, so everybody get your uh, your notepads out. You know how we do it. We give out a lot of information. I'm gonna be giving dates, times. Everything's in Easter standard time when it gets to me. Um, but but I want to hear what Christmas has to say. I got a lot to share, but uh, I'm going to wait till it's my turn. I'm going to be patient. Okay, all right. Well, then I'll get right into it. All right. So I'm just going to, you know me, just get, jump right into it. Um, so I first, I want to say that the spread for this month was weird. It was really, really weird. Mm-hmm. Very. That's why I was sighing and giving shaman hands the look because it was just really just weird and awkward <laughs> um and it contradictory very mm. contradictory but once i sorted through the you know the the, the translation it, it made a lot of sense mm. later so <laughs> you sound like the planets already yeah it's just it was just weird very contradictory and so and and once i go through you'll understand why so the main theme the card that actually jumped out um, was the six of wands okay so the, it, it literally jumped out as I was shuffling the cards so that was the you know that let me know okay that's the strongest energy of the month mm. in regards to the spreads the main focal point and it was right side up so the six of wands represents victory and advancement public celebration and wins 
Pisces, okay? Mm. Um, and it's interesting because there was actually a lot of six energy all in, in, in the um, spreads too, for the spread for this month. Uh, so uh, quite a few of the cards were a number six. So six in numerology is balance, harmony, the blending of masculine and feminine. Mm. Um, however, some of those sixes were right side up and some of those sixes were upside down. <laughs> and I'm actually going to talk a little bit more about that, you know, what, what that means. Okay. So the six of wands, it represents moving forward with boldness. Um, but also it represents refraining from behaviors that can cause mistakes. Mm. Okay, so again, it's just a, it's an energy of advancement of movement because remember, wants is fire. Fire is the things that we're passionate about. It's our desires. It's the, our projects, the things we want to bring into fruition. So this card is an indication that it is time to move forward with confidence, with boldness. Um, but you have to remember the energy from last month, which was the night of the night of swords. Interestingly enough, the Knight of Swords showed up again this month. Mm. So there's some residual energies from that Knight of Swords that's trickling into July. Wow. However, this time the Knight of Swords was reversed. So last month he was right side up. Mm. This month he's reversed. So this is the reason why I say it's important to really kind of check your own behaviors because this is the, the, the type of month where as you move forward and there's that momentum because swans also represents momentum and the type of energy, almost like an avalanche. Once it starts, you can't stop it. That's the energy of wands. So if you have that energy of the Knight of swords reverse, which is impulsiveness, restlessness, being unfocused, undisciplined, and possibly burning out. Mm. That's the type of energy that you would be moving forward with if you're not careful. So these are two cards that are intricately linked together, right? Mm. So um, yes, for those who are wondering, is it time for me to move forward or start this business? You know, you know, relocate. You know, break up, take some type of action, like break up with my boyfriend, my husband, whatever. Take some type of action. Um, <laughs> this is the month for it. However, you have to move with extreme caution. Okay. Extreme caution. Extreme caution. Okay. Checking your own behaviors mainly. Check your own, making sure because as much as you have the opportunity to manifest things and really make some moves, you also have the opportunity to self-sabotage and really fuck some shit up too. In including yourself? This is, yep. Okay. Mm. And then you have another interesting character that showed up for this month, which is the Knight of Cups, also reversed. So the Knight of Cups basically is an invitation to face your challenges with strength and willpower. But remember, Cups is a watery card. You know, so it's emotional. <laughs> mm. It's it's a deep feeler. Um, you know, the knight is the one that carries out the action in regards to the cup cards, but also the knight is also a bit immature and a, a slightly more developed than the page. Um, but but not as the but he isn't the master. He hasn't mastered his his suit, which is his emotions. He's not the king or the queen of cups. So. Um, with that being said, 
if the six of wands is the victory, then the knight of cups is the one who brings the victory. That's the energy. But again, this cup card is reversed. This knight is reversed. So this is highlighting the shadow aspects of the knight of cups, which represents a liar, an enchanter, mm. um, or someone whose presence brings chaos and bad events. Wow. So what this let me know is that if this you have this knight of cups that's indicating he's the bringer of the victory, but yet he's showing up in his shadow. So what this means is, for one, be mindful of these types of people in your life right now. Like These types of people will show up in your life, the liars, the deceivers, the enchanters. And when they come, they are going to bring chaos and bring bad events. The, um, the news. They're going <laughs> to... Oops. Oops. Um, so there will be more, a more, a more energy of, or, or more presence of these people. So what I would suggest is take stock of the people around you. If you're having, you know, especially people who just show it, cause the Knight of Cups is someone who would just show up out the blue kind of thing. Mm. You know, that he rides into the village on his horse. So his, he indicates an arrival of somebody. So pay attention. It's not. It's, it could be people who you already have around you, but also pay attention to people who suddenly show up. Old friends that pop up, old lovers, new lovers, new friends. You know, a random family member that you haven't talked to in a while. Like these are the type of energies um, that this Knight of Cups um, indicates. But again, remember that this Knight of Cups in the shadow is bringing chaos and bad events. So these are the people that come and start shit, start drama. Right. Does that have anything to do with Kanye popping up, talking about he running for president? You know, I don't know. That's that's a good question. Oops. I, okay, y'all. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I'm, I <laughs> that's a really good question. I just, um, I had to say that. I, that was, it just fits so well. So it's interesting that because <laughs> he still knows I'm partial to Kanye. Kanye West can do no wrong in my eyes. But, I don't know about all that. But, but he, he, I'm kind of, he's slipping up a little bit. He, he been slipping up. Oh my God. Don't talk about Yeezy. I love Kanye too. Half of him. One, one, one twin. One one of his, right. Because <laughs> Kanye's a Gemini. <laughs> I have so much I actually want to say about that, but we're going to, I'm going to be good. This ain't my platform. I'm, I'm going to be good. Anyways. Just listen to one half of him. That's all I'm Oh, my say. God. Anyway. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, um, yes, pay attention to these people, you know, these people that will show up bringing the chaos and the bad events. Um, but, again, on the flip side, if the Knight of Cups is in his um, his balance or he is his evolved state, then, yes, he is the bringer of of, of change. He is the, the, the bringer of that victory. Mm. Okay. But you've got two characters showing up in their shadow, the Knight of swords from last month. And now you've got this Knight of cups reversed. Mm. Right. So it kind of makes the victory seem a little daunting because at this point it's like, well, where's this victory coming? How is this victory going to, come about what is there to celebrate when these energies are cut these characters or the shadow sides of these characters are coming through if that makes sense hmm. 
So now you have another card that's coming in that also brings an interesting dynamic, and that is the Six of Pentacles. Remember I said there's a lot of sixes going on. This is the, this is the other one. Um, so the Six of Pentacles, it is an earthly card. It represents our resources, um, money, tangible things. But more so, it indicates that we haven't quite reached or found what we are looking for. Because in a lot of decks with the Six of Pentacles, it shows somebody who is just about uh, grasped their like their tangible thing, their money, that coin that they're looking for, but they haven't quite got to it yet. That's what the Six of Pentacles um, brings. Um, it also indicates that our manifestations or the seeds that we planted are not quite there. Um or it also means that we've almost found what we're looking for. We've almost reached our goal, but we're too busy being distracted and looking in the other direction. Mm. So it reminds me of, I don't know if you've if anybody has ever read The Alchemist. Um, it's like one of the, like, uh, Paulo, I think his name, I can't pronounce his Paulo Coelho. Yeah, I can never pronounce his last name. It's one of... One of my favorite books. A lot of you read it. I'm gonna. It's gonna. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a spoiler for those who haven't read it. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because in the story, the main character is looking for this treasure, and he starts off in this barn. I think it is, and then he goes through this whole like life changing like adventure, like all these major magical adventures, like coming from this barn, and you know throughout the whole story. And then towards the end of the story, he he thinks he found the treasure and it's not there. It's not where he thought it was. Then he ends up somehow back in this barn at the end of the story and the treasure was in that barn. So he, the treasure was where he was in the beginning, but then he went off and he was so busy looking everywhere else mm. that if he had just looked a little bit longer in that barn, he would have... He wouldn't have had to go through that whole damn book, that whole damn story, like <laughs> the whole adventure. And but that, I love the the in, the lesson that that book brings mm. because one, I mean, he grew and he he evolved the main character, but at the end of the day, the treasure was where he had started. It wasn't where he thought it was, but he was too busy being distracted and looking everywhere else. Mm. That's the energy of the Six of Pentacles. So really pay attention to what you are, your patience, first of all, pay attention to what you're putting your energy into, pay attention to what's distracting you, like pay, be mindful of what's, what's distracting you is what I'm trying to say. Right. Don't, yeah. right. Don't, don't allow, pay attention to right. what's distracting <laughs> Like be mindful of what pulls you in all these other directions. Mm-hmm. When you are trying to manifest something or you, you're you're just on the brink, don't start looking in the other direction or looking thinking that the grass is greener somewhere else. Mm. Because that is going to pretty much kill what you're trying to manifest. You're not going to realize it. It's not going to materialize. Or it would have already materialized and you're just so busy mm. looking in the other yard at the other grass that you're not even seeing it. That's the energy of this month. Wow. Okay. So before you go off running off, looking somewhere else, make sure that what you were trying to accomplish wasn't already where you were standing. Mm. Okay. That is the energy. Very, very strong, especially because this is the only pentacle card in this month. This is the only tangible card. The only, 
you know, Pentacles is a very earthly card. It's the only card in this reading that we can actually grasp. Wow. So if you're not putting yourself in the position to grasp it, you are going to be very lost and very confused and very frustrated this whole month. Mm hmm And then we got another interesting card. <laughs> we got death. We got the death card this month. Reversed. Mm. Okay. Now, I love the death card for what it represents because it's it's very Scorpio energy, very trans death and transformation, death and rebirth. Um, it can be a very regenerative card. Um, definitely signifies new beginnings. Sex. Sex. It's a very hopeful card. Hello. You know, however, it was reversed for this month. <laughs> um, anytime you have the death card reversed, it mean, I mean, it doesn't mean that death ain't happening. But it means that that we're resisting the death. It means the resistance to the transformation. Mm. Um, resisting your transformation means the victory isn't real. And it's too soon to celebrate. Because the victory is on the other side of that transformation. But if we're too busy resisting it, that means that there was never any real... You can't have the transformation until you fully embrace it. Mm. It's like actual death it's true that people don't die until they're ready to die until they accept their death and so then that's when they go through that that transition so if we're not accepting the death of what you know of our reality or whatever's happening our transitions there is no real there, there's no victory on the other side um so what this means, getting back to the first card, that Six of Wands, is that whatever victory that we're celebrating this month, it's too soon to celebrate it. It's premature. Mm. And it's it's an illusionary victory. It's not real. Wow. So don't <laughs> don't get too excited, basically, is what this this is saying, you know, saying. And it's so that's the reason why I said, you know, yeah, you have the, the six of wands show up, but every card that came up was contradicting it. And, the, you know, so I'm like, okay, there's something more to this. There's no, there's more, you know, so when we talk about our politics and our social climate right now, what that means is that there's going to be a lot of different, like, you know, carrots being dangled in our faces and bones being thrown to us. And we're going to grasp it thinking that we've won some type of victory or we've got some type of advancement. And we're going to find out later that we didn't. And that's on a global level, but on a personal level, we'll, we'll experience that too. And so it's not, I'm not saying to be pessimistic and be like, damn, you know, like there's no good news this month. The best news that you will have this month is to accept what's dying around you. Because once you accept it and you embrace it, that's where your real victory will show up. Your mm. real celebration will show up. Mm. So... The other thing is, I was going to say something else about the death card. Too soon to say. So, okay, basically, this month is going to be full of fucking illusion. <laughs> <laughs> full of illusion. That's another reason why it's very important for you to lean into the energy of the Six of Pentacles, because that's the only thing that's going to make you feel like something is real. Mm. Okay. But if you're too busy swimming in the illusions, you're going to miss all the blessings, all the victory. 
The other thing is I want to point out is that pretty much all these cards were reversed except for the Six of Wands. The, the reversals are letting me know that the energy of the universe is trying to reach some kind of equilibrium. We're trying to balance some things back out. That's why all these cards showed up reversed. So for those who read tarot or who are into tarot, it's not so much that the reversals are just about the opposite of the card. The, the reversals also represent the needing to, the, the, the energy is trying to balance themselves out and, and, equal, and, and have some equilibrium, which is another energy of that six is the balance and the harmony. So there's going to be a lot of reversals like these shadows are showing up in order to fix, you know, the intensity and just like the fucked up energy of the last two to three months, mm. essentially. So that's another reason why you have to embrace this death and you have to embrace this transition and this transformation. And you have to be very realistic about and very realistic about what you're experiencing and very and what you're seeing and also be very grounded in it. Because there's going to be a lot going on that's just going to really going to question not only your reality, but your sanity. If you don't have that, that um, groundedness. Mm. So that is the cards for this month. Okay. All right. So it's my turn. Thank you for that um, lovely presentation, honey. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, I don't know if Ted's all ready for you. <laughs> but um yeah, once again, you you amaze me again with the you know, the parallels between the uh the tarot and what the planets are doing, y'all. Like like we don't even um share with each other what you know, what we've seen before we start recording these y'all. So when she reads off of this stuff, I'm just like, Wow, like I'm about to reiterate once again a lot of stuff that she said. Um, but it's it's just really cool um to me like how we do these you know like the tarot is like like a nice broad understanding of what's coming you know what i mean and and you do go into some like real key points you know what i'm saying but it's like you give the broad perspective and then i can come in and give like okay what's the timing on this stuff you know because you drop you just dropped a lot just in that short spiel but now i'm here to um to help y'all out with the timing like when is what gonna happen you know what I'm saying? When is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? And, you know, to even bring even more details and uh, specifics to what Chris has already said. So, honey, I'm interested um, to see your reactions to a lot of this to um, this time around. Also, this is a real uh, I, I always feel like I'm repeating what you say. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is a real I don't even want to say weird month, but it's just like it's it's abnormal. This is a real. Yeah uh abnormal it's that's not even the word i want to use it's like a the energy of this month is really rare mm. this is a real rare energy now part of the reason i say that is because um if for those of y'all that remember if y'all listened to last month's forecast we talked about or i talked about at the end of the month uh the month of june um well really the beginning of this month i just touched on it though um because it was kind of wrapping up the end of the month of june um saturn Right. So Saturn has been something I've been talking about a lot this year, because once again, I always take it back to the ultimate alignment that we had back in January, January 12th. Um, I'm probably going to be talking about this alignment for the rest of the year. Easy. 
Um, but the the conjunction between Saturn and Pluto, the Sun and Mercury, all four of those, right, lined up um, in January. But then Saturn finally went retrograde um, last month. And then it started inching towards, um, it was in Aquarius, and then it started inching towards Capricorn, where the alignment was in January, before it left the sign of Capricorn, right? So Saturn actually went retrograde. Let's see. Saturn, June June 1st, actually. The 1st of June. So it, that's interesting because now that we're in July, and we're recording this. I don't know if we gave the date. Um, of today, but today's the seventh, everybody. Yeah, July seventh. So we're about, you know, we're about a weekend, and um, we've actually got a couple of alignments that are that are pretty big that we already passed. So I want to just go back over those real quick. One of those is Saturn actually entering into Capricorn backwards. So remember, Saturn's retrograde now. It's going to be retrograde for a while. But now it's back in the sign of Capricorn again. So we had like all of this. If everybody remembers, we had like huge activity going on in Capricorn, even leading up to January. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Christmas will not get enough of that. <laughs> the goats. Shout out to all my goats out there. I love them. So we had in January, and even even prior to January, we had a, a whole different set of um a planetary pileup but by the time january hit and we had that huge conjunction right we had jupiter in capricorn we had the sun in capricorn mercury in capricorn saturn in capricorn pluto in capricorn um at one point we had the moon in capricorn joining all of that stuff um and then also i think mars was was in there um prior to to the conjunction before the conjunction happened and so we we're going to be experiencing this theme of this Saturn Pluto conjunction. Those are like the main two. Um, but then also with Mercury and the sun joining in, those are going to be themes that we continue to talk about for the rest of the year, because it's all related to this idea of the planet of karma, which is Saturn, the planet of limitation, the planet of structure, institutions, um, boundaries, border borders, you know what I'm saying? Um, the transformation of all of those things. So transformation is Pluto. Like she's like she talked about the death card, right? Death and resurrection, mm. transformation, evolution, right? So we're looking at the evolution of all of these Saturnian concepts. And that conjunction in January really set the tone for everything we're seeing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like all of the lockdown and all that kind of stuff. Like we didn't have that until after the conjunction happened. And then February came, March came, and then all of a sudden now we're seeing the unfolding of this conjunction happening with everything like going crazy, literally worldwide, which is what I was telling everybody. You know what I'm saying? We're looking at worldwide revolution. Mm. Um, and that's what we're seeing on a level we've never seen before because we have those added concepts of the sun energy and Mercury energy on top of that. And the fact that all of this is taking place in Capricorn, which is ruled by Saturn. So that's extra amounts of that exact same energy of structure, limitation, um, you know, uh, systems falling, you know, everything. Everything is just is just collapsing. Right. Um, so Catter, um, Catter, Saturn, 
because it's made of a new planet. Saturn is now back in Capricorn. It's still going retrograde. It's going to be going retrograde for a minute, but now it's leading back. It's, it's moving back towards um, Pluto and Jupiter. Now, Jupiter and Pluto are actually a lot closer together than they were in January. So now we're actually kind of like, like seeing a whole new version of this conjunction happening all over again that we saw all the way back in January. So everybody's like trying to figure out like where's all this stuff going? Like like what's really happening? Like I'm I'm so confused. Like shit is just crazy. Like shit don't make no sense. Um, you know, we talked a lot about Neptune in the past couple broadcasts, but Neptune is definitely gonna be key um for the entire month of July. So we're gonna be talking about Neptune a lot too. But this this idea of like July being the month where even though we kinda I know a lot of us have already felt like you know, we're exhausted, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't yeah. take no more of this shit. It's like, we actually are moving into a month. You remember that uh, that post that you showed me? I'm thinking about this post that Chrysler showed me. I think a lot of y'all have seen it where they had, like, all of those people, like, peeking around the corner. Yes. And the, and the, and the, and the door, the right. Door. <laughs> so, the, so the door had this label on it that said July. And everybody was trying to like poke the door open with a, like a broomstick <laughs> from like far around the corner to try to like peek and see what was going on and make sure everything, you know, was, uh, you know, wasn't going to blow up in their face. Right. Right. So I just say all that, y'all, I just say all that to say that, yes, we've been at that, at, in that space for a while, but July is like, <sighs> July is like a, a period where we're going to realize that, well, I mean, we probably already realized that we don't really know what's going on on a lot of levels, but July, <laughs> July is going to be the month that shows us like just how much we don't, we don't know what's going on with everything that's going on. You know what I'm saying? So with that in mind, please get your rest. I'm, I'm going to get into this more as I get into the details and, and when exactly to get you know, to make sure, like, absolute certain you're getting rest. But really, through the whole month of July, y'all, just get your rest. Like, it's going to be upsets. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's going to be triggers. It's going to be shit that, you know, you thought leading up to July, like, you done seen it all. Like, like what else can I see? Like, July's going to show you some more stuff that just make you go, really? Like, like for real? Just be ready for that. All right? So that's kind of like my little, um, my little preview. Um, before I get into this, and one last thing I want to say um, in my little introduction is that, you know, this is regards to this being like a weird kind of month. Um, this month, I, I mentioned Saturn going into Capricorn, right? That's a, a transition. Mm -hmm. The sun has a transition every single month. So, we, you know, we call that the seasons where, you know, you know, it's Leo season or it's you know, Capricorn season now, or Gemini season, right? Gemini's been a, a huge theme for a while now, right? The sun is moving into Leo. Ooh, ooh. Shout out to all my Leos. Chris, this is one. So, but don't get too excited, because I got some news for y'all, too. Say no eclipses. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We, do, um, we did just have our last eclipse of the three eclipses um, this past Sunday, y'all. So that was the, the 7th. So those are the two dates that I'm going to just kind of fly by since we're already past those, but one last thing I want to um, make sure that I really mention here so everybody can, like, keep this in mind. This is a month where those are the only, the transitions that I already mentioned, the Sun and Capricorn, I mean, uh, Saturn going backwards into Capricorn, 
and the sun going into Leo, those are the only two planetary transits that we have all month. So that's unusual. You know what I mean? Part of what that means is they're not going to be a whole lot of change this month. You know what I'm saying? Leading up until July, like we've seen a lot of periods where we had a lot of planetary transitions with planets changing signs. But the reason that July is so different is because the two fastest moving planets, um, one just went direct. It was retrograde the entire the entire month of June, which was Venus. And then Mercury just went retrograde last month. You know what I'm saying? So it's just going to go direct now at the beginning of Cancer. Venus had its travel all the way through Gemini, then turned around, went all the way backwards through Gemini. Then it turned around, now it's finishing out its forward trip back through Gemini again. That's a long time for Venus to be in the same sign. Mercury's doing the same thing in the sign of Cancer, and it hasn't even gone direct yet. And it's going to remain in Cancer for the rest of the month. And other than the sun, and what Saturn has already done, we don't have any of the planets changing signs. And another reason for that is because now we have all of these retrograde planets, these outer planets. They're all turning retrograde now. So we're in a huge retrograde season. That's a lot of why probably all these reverse cards showed up. So prepare to like, like this is a month where you really going to have to tap into like your trust. Like, having faith that, okay, yes, I may have to go through a whole nother month where shit just don't seem like it's going anywhere. But just understand that a lot of things, like Crystal said, are being rearranged behind the scenes, like, beyond our scope of vision. Um, And a lot of planets are actually in their home sign right now, even though we're dealing with the lack of transition. So that's actually another kind of theme that's letting us know, like, even though shit looks so crazy right now, a lot of shit really is where it's supposed to be. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I know that was a lot. I know I don't, you know, do my intros that long, but I wanted to really kind of, like, give a good uh, feel or, you know, p- put out some information to help people, like, really understand what this month is about in general before I get into the details, because the details probably ain't going to sound that great. <laughs> <laughs> Just being real. Just being real, um, but it is going to be helpful. We're going to get into some helpful stuff, and I want y'all to understand what's going to be happening, but I just wanted to make sure that that was absolutely clear. Like, do not expect to, like, make any, like, huge leaps forward this month. This is a month of reflection. This is a month of being patient. Um, it's going to be real important for you to have a lot of activities of um, recharging yourself in place because this month is going to drag. I'm just, I'm just being real, just like you say. Like you, you give them to them straight. Like this, this month is going to drag out, y'all. But let's let's get into some details, um, right now, uh, right after this commercial break. All right, everybody, ready? Let's get into it. So remember, I said today is the seventh, right? So today is Tuesday, the seventh, and uh, as I mentioned, Saturn is now back in Capricorn. That transition happened on the first. Uh, which was last Wednesday, and then the other big um, event that we already passed was the lunar eclipse. Now, the lunar eclipse, um, before we move forward, I just want to let everybody know who doesn't already know, the lunar eclipse was actually in Capricorn. Um, so not only was it the third eclipse that we had in a row, um, but it was literally like right after midnight, um, July 4th. So like the, mid- the, the night of July 4th, right after midnight, boom. We had the third and final eclipse of eclipse season this time around. Um, the reason that I'm bringing up the fact that it was in Capricorn, because once again, 
we still got all this lingering activity going on in Capricorn. And now, um, even with Saturn again, so Jupiter, Pluto, Saturn, right there in Capricorn. And then all of a sudden, this past Sunday, boom, we get hit with another blood moon. So, you know, eclipses, you know, like I've said before, are always dealing with sudden unexpected change. Um, you may have noticed some sudden unexpected changes happening, but these changes are going to continue to unfold. So if you did, if you do feel like you experienced a lot of real intense energy this past weekend, understand that that's actually just like, um, you can, you can think of it as like the gun going off in the track meet. So it's not just the gun that's shocking. Like, you know, the, the, the race is now just starting with this last final eclipse energy that's leading us forward because of the fact that it's in Capricorn triggering that conjunction again that I've all, that I've been talking about all year, but it's also going to be related to, to some things that we're going to be talking about in a second. Um, but just remember Capricorn energy is very, very heavy this month. It's, it has been all year. I know, I know it's been heavy all year, but this month is, is amping up again um, in some different ways. So let's move forward tomorrow. Tomorrow, July the 8th, we have a square, which is a 90-degree angle between Mercury and Mars. So one, th one quick thing I want to say about this is that this is going um, to push you into a space where, you know, you may feel like extra touchy. You know, uh, people around you may seem touchy. Uh, basically, it's going to be challenges with communications. So that's that's a theme that, you know, we already been dealing with with, you know, the Mercury retrograde and everything. Um, and Mercury is preparing to go direct um, next week, actually. But this is going to be kind of like the final blow that Mercury gives us with the communication challenges and that sort of thing. So just, you know, uh, <laughs> proceed with caution, proceed with caution tomorrow. I'm back at work tomorrow. I'm going to be minding my fucking business. Okay. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Um, that happens at 6.42 a.m. And remember, everything I'm giving y'all is Eastern times. So that's that's going to set the tone for the whole day tomorrow. And then um, this coming Saturday, uh, the 11th, uh, we don't talk about Chiron a lot. Um, I'm going to do my best to talk about Chiron more. Um, as we have these broadcasts, because it's it's definitely an important um, celestial body to talk about. Um, Chiron is an asteroid that deals with, you know, wounds, um, especially from childhood, the first wounds we've ever had. So we talking about like those deep, 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 deep seated wounds. Um, a lot of that stuff we don't even remember. Um, a lot of the time, um, it, it comes up, you know, when we may be having like a healing session, and all of a sudden some shit come up, and you're like, oh my god. You know, I didn't realize that that's, you know, what this pain was about. Um, and then you got all these memories, you know, resurfacing from childhood or even like when you was in the womb, some of us, or past lives. And you, you feeling this connection to all this stuff that's now making what you're going through now make more sense. Um, and the pain that's involved, right? I love Chiron. Chiron's and deep. I've been able to do a lot of healing work, self-healing work, just with that. Mm -hmm. That placement alone. Yeah, Chiron is deep. Chiron um, actually rules Virgo. And um, this Saturday, Chiron turns retrograde. So we have yet another celestial object turning retrograde in the sky um, before Mercury even goes direct. Um, so that's this Saturday. 
And it's the one that's about wounds? It's, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all might want to get with Shaman Hands to get a natal chart reading. I'm just saying. I mean. So you can really understand how this stuff affects you because that Chiron stuff, like, it's some, it's an opportunity for great transformation, great transformation and healing if you understand it. Yeah. But if you don't know, like, a lot of the re- ways in the, which we react to people and our triggers are rooted in our chirons. Absolutely. So if we don't understand that, we don't know. And so, yeah, if y'all ain't got that reading, that natal chart reading from, from Chamanians, I highly suggest you do it. And shout out to everybody that's been getting their readings because, you know, like I, I said last month, you know, I was opening up my readings. I mean, my, you know, my availability on Tuesdays back up for readings. You know, people been hitting me up. So, you know, people are, people are getting that information. They want it. I mean, I, I, I clearly, I see why. With everything, <laughs> with everything that's going on right now, it's like, damn. So, yeah, shout out to everybody that's been reaching out, getting that clarity. Um, when you get your own natal chart looked at um, and, you know, I'm able to, to apply everything that I'm saying that, that goes for everybody, but I'm able to apply it to your own personal stuff, um, it makes a world of difference. It's, it's way more... Um, individualized than, mm. than what I'm talking about right now. Cause the stuff we go over on these broadcasts, um, are for everybody, but some may, some people may experience what we're talking about more intensely than others, even more than what we're talking about because of the, um, planetary lineups and their chart. Um, and it, of course there's a lot of other things that may come up just because of the different, um, alignments, um, and the different, uh, placements that a person can have that's unique to you mm. you know what i'm saying but chiron is deep y'all chiron is a deep one um and then also too chiron is also about learning you know what i'm saying uh it isn't the most fun class that you can have <laughs> <laughs> but it is about learning so i want to make sure that everybody understands that it's not just about like oh i gotta like you know, dig up my traumas and pain and feel through this shit. And it's not all about that. It is about being able to surpass that because you're getting the lessons that can catapult you forward past the, the pain. You know what I'm saying? So Chiron definitely um has a lot of different sides to it. But like I said, it's going retrograde this Saturday. So that means for everybody, we're going to be dealing with a lot of stuff coming up from my past, from my childhood. Um things that have to do with um what's going on right now in the world as we do see it you know like the main themes that we've all been having to look at of course it's going to deal with that but it's also going to deal with a lot of stuff that's going to be like potentially shocking for us because once again neptune is like one of the main themes for the entire month and it's been a a main theme in previous months but we're going to be wrapping up some of the stuff that we talked about last month with neptune for those that remember um but illusion you know what i'm saying so you may you may feel like okay well yeah i don't know a lot about what's going on or where this is all really going and all this shit is confusing but i'm pretty sure we could all agree that there's like a few main themes that's in all of our faces right so when chiron turns retrograde on saturday yeah a lot of that shit that comes up may be related to you know what we're all seeing but because of the illusion factor that we're all dealing with like part of this experience is going to be like, oh, I thought that this was all that was going to be in front of me. But damn, now this over here is popping up. Damn, that ain't got nothing to do with what I thought was going on. Like, be prepared for that this weekend because that's coming. And um, 
this is actually one of these periods that um, I mentioned earlier where you're going to want to rest up. You're going to want to rest up as much as you can this week because that Chiron turning retrograde on Saturday, that is the initiator of a very huge week. So the week of the 12th through the 18th, I pre- I got almost every day circled on here. And then he made some new circles I ain't never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> he drawn some new things and little cells and little, oh my god, it looked like a little nucleus <laughs> cells from one <laughs> connection. Yeah, these circles are connecting to other circles. Yeah, and, I ain't never seen yeah, that before. So, That's how I knew this shit was different this month. Yeah, it's different, y'all. So so rest up, yo. Rest, start resting up now if you can. I know I was getting my rest today and yesterday, but I go back to work tomorrow, so I'm not really gonna be doing anything outside of work um, for the rest of this week. Um, you know, I'm supposed to be programming these candles that I just got in. I don't know when that's gonna happen. Um, but but the people, the humans need the candles. Uh, <laughs> yes, we need a lot of things right now, including the candles. But um, I'm I'm gonna get on that as soon as I can, y'all. I promise. But I'm telling y'all, this week is the week to rest up because Chiron turns retrograde on the 11th, and then on Sunday, the 12th, Mercury goes direct. Which I know a lot of people get excited when that happens. But remember, it's not just about Mercury no longer being retrograde. Anytime Mercury changes to go retrograde or it changes to go direct, that's an intense um, period or that's an intense time or moment because it's a it's a shock energy because it's changing direction. Even though even though we would a lot of us I'm sure would rather it be going direct and we're like okay yeah finally direct. But that specific day where it stations or where we say you know it stands still to change direction. That can be a very intense energy, even though it's leaving the retrograde um, period into the direct period. So once again, we're probably going to see a lot of like traffic issues this weekend, especially on that day. Um, You know, be very careful on these roads, y'all. Please, you know what I'm saying? Slow down on the road. Slow down in everything that you're doing. Um, Mercury stationing always signals stuff like power outages. You know, our equipment, shit be going haywire, all that kind of stuff, right? We're going to experience a lot of relief in those areas, but just remember the very day that it changes direction is another intense, like, punch, so to speak, right? That happens the day after Chiron goes retrograde. So that's the whole that's the whole weekend. That's your Saturday and Sunday right there. And then here we go. So remember, the 14th, the 15th, the 16th, the 17th, the 18th, and the 20th. All of these days are very much so connected. Once again, the 14th, the 15th, the 16th, the 17th, the 18th. (laughs) Chris laughing in the background. And the 20th. So that's pretty much all the next week. That's Tuesday through Saturday and then the following Monday. All right, so let's get into it. Tuesday the 14th. Well, actually, I'm not even finished with uh, Sunday yet. So Sunday, the same day Mercury goes direct, right? We got a trine between the sun and Neptune at 2.43 p.m. Once again, that's the sun and Neptune making a trine at 2.43 p.m. So this is actually going to help kind of lighten the load of the Mercury station. Um, This has an energy of like idealism romance, you know what I'm saying? Being able to like go off into your fantasy, um, 
a little more, you know what I'm saying? Shedding the light into the fantasy realm to where we can kind of get away from all of this heaviness, you know what I'm saying? All this, this like hurtfulness, this, mm. like the shit that that's been thrown in our faces that we don't want to look at and it's bringing us down and getting us depressed and exhausted and tired and oh my God, or, or something else. Oh my God, something else. What? Like <laughs> make, it stop. Yeah, make it stop. Right. So, so that is, that is a way that the, the Mercury station or the change that Mercury is going to have, that is actually a good highlight on that um, shift to make it um, a lot more ideal than it otherwise would be. So I do, I do want to make sure that I mention that. However, I feel like I'm speaking in Chrysler's terms. Right, <laughs> However, just don't get to the point where you're moving too far into these ideals to where you feel like you want to stay there. You know what I'm saying? Um, this will probably be a good time to like write down some really good ideas that come to you. Um, you know, putting some some vision boards together. You know what I'm saying? Going into a deep meditation to where you can uh, go off into the far realms further than at other times of the month. But you don't want to get so involved in your meditation that you end up wanting to stay in meditation for the rest of the month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure that's clear. Like this is a real good month to go off into those places, but please don't don't bank on staying there because it's gonna turn right back around and you're gonna to have to like you, you're gonna to wanna to invest in that time to where you can put some ideas down on paper, so to speak, or um bring some information back from those realms that you can hold on to and have to use later because you won't really be using those anytime soon. But it's good to go get them and have them um, in storage. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So let's move forward. All right, so let's go to Tuesday the 14th. Tuesday the 14th is big. Mars has a conjunction with what is now retrograde, Chiron. So Chiron, remember, just went retrograde. Now Mars is it's basically backing up <clears throat> into Mars. So um, this this is going to, I mean, it's definitely going to heighten what we already talked about with Chiron, but now we're looking at like Mars-related stuff um, mixed into that same idea of the wounds and stuff. And the, and the lessons that we probably wouldn't really like, right? So what is Mars? Mars is the anger, you know what I mean? Have we not been angry enough all year? You know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of us have seen enough anger, um, or at least we feel like we have. But once again, coming back to Neptune and the illusions, I mean, you might think you've been angry enough. I'm pretty sure that uh, you, you would argue or a lot of y'all would argue that yes, you have been angry enough. You can you can deal with not having to be angry anymore because of how much you've been angry. Um, but Tuesday the fourteenth, this lineup between Mars and Chiron is going to reveal some things that may let us know, like damn, like I guess I got a little more anger that I'm gonna have to kind of um, release. Um, so just be prepared for that. Uh, remember, I said the, the like this week that we're in right now. Leading up to next week, like this is the time to get to rest because this is where a lot of these triggers are happening. Uh, this the week of uh, the 12th through the 18th is really like the main piece 
of this whole month um, outside of a couple really big things that's at the end of the month that's actually going to be more of the sweet stuff, right? But we got to get through this this week of the 12th to the 18th first. So that's, you know, after Mercury goes direct, that's the very next thing that hits um, is that Mars Chiron lineup. So we're talking about, you know, the anger, the aggression, the violence, you know, as if, you know, we haven't had enough of that. Be prepared for more of that. Position yourself so you're not in the way of a whole bunch of unnecessary shit um, in addition to what you already may have to deal with, you know, on an individual level. All right. Um, that exact same day, though, we got an opposition with the sun and Jupiter. And this brings up something that's going to be very important that's also going to, like, carry out um, throughout the rest of the month, um, especially all the way up until the following Tuesday. So remember, once again, bringing up all of this Capricorn information, right? This Capricorn, um, this Capricorn theme, rather. Like, Chrysler loves Capricorn. I'm honestly tired of talking about Capricorn. I feel like <laughs> I've been talking about Capricorn nonstop all fucking year. It's just like, damn. So that's that's part of what I've been going through, y'all, with my goodness gracious, when will it end? So this period right here of the 14th, remember, we got Jupiter, Pluto, and now again, we have Saturn, all in Capricorn. And the key about Saturn re-entering Capricorn is that at the beginning of this month on the 1st, that like reignited a lot of the shit that we was kind of, it was kind of starting to like settle a little bit. If we could, you know, you know, if we can say that, you know, if we comparing, you know, when we look back over the few months that we've, that we've been through already with all the craziness, like if we can kind of compare with the months that were like the most heightened, you know, it was kind of start, like things were kind of starting to at least settle a little bit, relatively speaking. Uh, July 1st was the the amping back up of that, right? Saturn's like, okay, no, we're not done yet. Saturn was in Aquarius. Saturn's now back in Capricorn, like, no, we got to look at this stuff again. So that's that's a lot of what July is about, is we got to look at this stuff again. We didn't get it. You know, we thought we knew what we were looking at, or or either we just knew we didn't know what we were looking at. So regardless of where you stand, um around what you're looking at or refusing to look at or what you you think you're looking at now is we gotta look at it again from a whole new vantage point a fresher vantage point um a new position of preparing to redo something that we not going to be done with even this time around so that's where we are y'all so with all that stuff going on in capricorn now right the 14th is the day where the sun begins to oppose all three of those planets in a row, starting with Jupiter on that day, Tuesday the 14th. So first is going to oppose Jupiter. So remember now, when it's opposing the sun, that means it's an opposite sign, right? And the sun is in Cancer. We all know that, right? The sun went into Cancer last month. We're in Cancer season now, preparing to enter Leo season towards the end of the month. So before it leaves Cancer, though, before the sun leaves Cancer, is going to oppose all three of those planets in Capricorn, um, like adding another, um, I, don't, I don't want to keep saying the word punch, but that's just what keeps coming to me. It's going to add another punch to all of those same themes from the planet Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn, all sitting in the sign of Capricorn, bringing up those same Capricorn 
themes up again. But the thing about the sun being in the opposite sign instead of the sun being in Capricorn itself, like it was in January, it's trying to pull our attention to the opposite of Capricorn, which is Cancer. And this is actually, in the, in a lot of ways, depending on how you look at it, this is a good thing because a lot of us have been stuck in the house, right? Cancer season is all about the home, family life, you know, your ancestry, your lineage, where you come from. So this is actually a time where the sun is pushing us to dig even deeper into that stuff, but specifically in the areas of how, how are you going to expand when you look at that stuff? Like when you're looking at your home stuff, how are you balancing out all this weight in Capricorn by focusing not on your home life and your family and where you come from and your connection to your ancestors, but how are you focusing on that in the realms of ways that is helping you to expand, to grow? That's Jupiter. How are you looking at those things in a way where you can completely evolve, completely transform? Pluto, right? Where's your power at? You know what I'm saying? I've been telling a lot of people this is a really good time. It's, it's for a while now. It's been a good time to like understand what your lineage magic is. You know, what were your ancestors doing to where like it really represented who your bloodline is? Like what is what is unique to your bloodline? What is unique to the traditions that y'all share, to the magic that y'all possess? The 12th is going to really, or really the, the, I'm sorry, not the 12th, the 14th, the 15th, leading all the way up to the 20th. This is a huge time to focus on those things. So if you feel like this is a, a heavy week where like, like Crystal said, all of these distractions are coming in, things have gotten intense again for like days back to back to back on end, focus on what the sun is telling you to focus on in relation to it's being in an opposition to these three planets okay so jupiter remember how are you expanding what are what are the rewards that you've been working or receiving from all the hard work that you've been putting in all year give some focus to those things while you're in the home or while you're focusing on your family um make make sure that those things make sure that the work you've been putting in if you haven't shifted over into work that surrounds the idea of building up your family, expanding your family, helping your family grow, um, helping your connection with your ancestors grow, that sort of thing. Pluto, transformation, evolution, letting go of the old stuff, and being open to the new stuff that's coming in in relation to all these things. And then also Saturn, the hard work, the discipline, like really getting your feet into it and committing to these things. All right. So the sun is going to oppose Jupiter that Tuesday. But then the very following day, Wednesday the 15th, is going to oppose Pluto. And then I'm going to come back to the 16th, 17th, or 18th. But when you go all the way to the next Monday, that's when the sun finally makes its last hit with that trilogy, so to speak, um, with Saturn. So it's going to oppose Saturn on Monday the 20th at 6.28 p.m. So real, real quick, going through those one more time. The sun is going to oppose Jupiter at 3.58 a.m. on the 14th. It's going to oppose Pluto at 3.13 p.m. on the 15th. And then the following Monday, it's going to oppose Saturn at 6.28 p.m. And this is going to be like the final whammy of the sun passing through the axis 
that is is representing all of this heavy ass energy that we've been experiencing all year so please use that to your advantage if you need help with that reach out to me but use that to your advantage y'all because like other than that like we really don't have a whole lot of support this month um until the very 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 end of the month and even that is only going to be support if you're using it in a way that is very strategic and you're aware of what's going on because if you're not, it's just going to look like a whole bunch of chaos and craziness. All right. So now let me back up to the 16th, 17th, 18th. So that's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of that same week um, that, I, that I've been speaking about. So I, I usually don't talk about the moon a lot, but I wanted to talk about it right here because of the fact that Venus retrograde uh, was in Gemini, right? We talked about that, how Venus went all the way through Gemini, back through Gemini backwards, forward through Gemini again, and it's now actually approaching um, the end of that third trip through Gemini. And we're going to talk about that more um, as we wrap this up. The moon enters Gemini on the 16th. Now, the moon is in Taurus prior to 1.19 a.m., but pretty much for the rest of that whole day, starting like right after 1.19 a.m. in the morning, the moon is going to be a Gemini, triggering that same like influx of information that's just been nonstop, right? Venus being a Gemini, we're attracted to this information. Even if it's information we don't want to look at, it's like we're attracted to it for some reason. We just got to have more. We got to know more. We got to know what's going on. Well, wait, what's this over here? Oh, my God, no, I need to look at something else to help me understand this because that was too crazy. And, okay, that don't make no sense either. Let me look at something else. That's where a lot of us have been at, right? The moon going into Gemini is going to make this stuff emotional again. Now, well, I mean, not to say that it hasn't ever not been emotional, <laughs> We're considering all the stuff that's been happening, but that's why I said remember the 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, because right after we have this energy of the sun hitting the opposition of Jupiter and Pluto, here come the moon triggering Gemini again, or triggering our emotions in the area of Gemini, which is information, right, communication. So it's going to be in Gemini all the way up until um, that Saturday. So that's why I said remember 16th, 17th, and 18th. Um, and then for those of y'all that know, uh, about moon void of courses, I know we, I definitely got time to get into that, but the void of course for that period starts on Friday at 5, 14 PM. So 14, 15, 16, 17th and 18th y'all that's five days back to back where it's just going to be like one thing after the next, make sure you pay attention to the 14th and 15th to direct your energy and direct your focus and make sure that it's strong before that Thursday hits. Because that Thursday, if you haven't, like, committed to your focus and put your focus in a beneficial direction, it's likely that you're going to be all over the place by Thursday and all through Saturday. And then, of course, that leads us back up to what I already talked about on the 20th, which was the sun making its final hit um, for the third planet, that's in Capricorn, um, Saturn, which is retrograde. And another thing that's important to mention on that Monday, the 20th, that's got an extra energy of intensity on it because that's also a new moon that day. So not only is the sun opposing Saturn, the moon is also opposing Saturn. And the moon just got finished opposing, just like the sun did, 
Jupiter, and Pluto. So that's a lot of energy on that axis between Capricorn and Cancer. And even though we've been experiencing a lot of that energy of that axis of those two signs all year, once again, like I said, this month in particular is is showing us that, like, no, we haven't seen um, the most intense part of this yet. And that's actually one of the reasons why we can't move forward a lot, because it's shit that <laughs> we just we haven't seen yet. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit that we still haven't seen yet to where once we do see it, it'll help put us in a position to where when it's finally time to move forward, um, it'll be more likely for things to make sense for us. All right. I hope that makes sense. And one last thing about the uh, the 15th, uh, that's the day that the sun opposes Pluto in particular out of those three planets that I keep, that I keep bringing up. You're going to very uh, likely feel a lot more aggressive that day. And you're going to uh, be in a, you're going to be a, in a place to where it's a lot more likely for you to, um, how do I say this, act unwisely. <laughs> so just chill, okay? Yes, yes, incorporate the things that I spoke on, but in regards to um, move with wisdom, be very careful to move with wisdom on and around that day. All right. So I'm I'm done talking about that week. I got to move forward. But that's it's just so much going on, y'all. And I'm leaving out a lot, actually, too, that I could talk about. But let's keep it moving. All right. The 22nd. Uh, oh, and by the way, Chrysalis, all of that that I just finished talking about with the new moon and Saturn opposing the sun. And that being intense because it's like hitting that final of the three planets. Mm-hmm. That's your birthday. So I don't know if you're. Hey, when? I don't know if you're as excited. My at, birthday's in August. Oh shit. Ooh. Ooh. I, oh, I'm in the doghouse. I apologize. No, see what had happened was. Okay. Okay. I ain't gonna even try. Me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was no. Though. I was thinking about the number. And no, 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 really though, really. <laughs> this is this is what happened. I'm gonna tell you how it, how it happened in my in my mind. I'm looking at the fact that we about to enter Leo, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, Leo. And then I I saw the twenty, mm-hmm. and I saw all that activity around the number twenty, and then my defensive, you know, what I'm saying my protector kicked in and was like, oh, I need to tell her about this, but I did. I was moving too fast. Mm-hmm. I didn't process, oh, wait, no, that's before we go to Leo. I was thinking Leo 20. See, I know your birthday. That's I messed up. Yes, yes. <laughs> She's looking at me like, really? Yes, I messed up. I messed up. However, it was a logical mess up. That's all I'm saying. Well, all it was, I'm saying. I had in my mind Leo and 20. And I did. You can give me a birthday gift on the early. Day. Oh, that's how we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. That's oh, okay. That's how we're gonna flip mm-hmm. that. <laughs> that's, you moving so fast. that's how I get out of the doghouse. Well, I'm not gonna move too fast because I'm being careful <laughs> <laughs> and and moving with wisdom through July. Thank mm-hmm. thank you very much. Anyway, I know yes, I go ahead. I know everybody, y'all having y'all little laugh. That's fine. I made a mistake. It's cool. In my head, I had August 20th, though. Mm-hmm. 
that's how that well not i didn't have august 20 if i had leo 20. Mm -hmm. that's where that came from but anyway yeah i'm glad i ain't in the courtroom for that one but um that's what happened though so anyway never mind you don't have to worry about that okay the 22nd we're entering leo season so miss leo <laughs> we're entering your season on the 22nd yes. all right that's what that's how this was supposed to to go um but what i was gonna say was don't get too excited because if anything it may feel more frustrating than like celebration time because leo is the energy of creativity leo is the energy of producing something right so we got all this energy that like we've been like caring you know what i'm saying a lot of us have had ideas that we've been wanting to move on um stuff has just kind of like it seems like stuff is just come and go in terms of ideas like opportunity arising it's like oh shit, maybe there's not an opportunity oh damn yeah it's not an opportunity i thought it was opportunity uh oh well here come another opportunity oh dang is that not an opportunity either okay damn that's not an opportunity so we've been kind of like going through this whole back and forth thing like okay wait is this real is that real damn that's not real well is this real over here what is real like it's just it's kind of just too much right to process a lot of times this energy of the sun entering leo it's it's almost like a tease you know what i'm saying because we're not done with a lot of the lingering energy especially the some of the energy we talked about last month um which i'm gonna bring up towards the end of this um as we wrap it up and that's gonna make things make more sense but leo is is kind of like hey i'm here now yeah let's let's create some stuff let's produce some stuff we can do it now we've been waiting all this time it's finally time to make some stuff happen let's go but remember we got all this neptune energy lingering and the main thing that's that's like been holding us back or one of the main things that's been holding us back is this venus trip this thing that venus has been doing right yes venus has been direct for a while now but remember last month i talked about the venus i mean excuse me the um yeah, oh no yeah the venus neptune square everybody remember that i brought that up several times because venus had a square with neptune right before venus went retrograde right after venus went retrograde and remember i told y'all about the third one that was coming towards the end of july so here we are in july but that square that final of the three um, Venus Neptune squares, that doesn't happen until the 27th. So that's the following Monday after the sun goes into Leo. So yeah, the sun's going into Leo, but Venus still hasn't even passed back over that that Venus Neptune square that it hit two times already. And that's part of the reason why all of this shit that we've been going through for the past month or a little bit longer than that now, has been so full of illusion and confusion and you know we can't see through the mist and you know what i'm saying like our subconscious has been foggy you know our dreams have been kind of all over the place for a lot of us a lot of them have been more vivid a lot more vivid than usual but we still a lot of us can't seem to figure out like what they mean yet like okay is this i know this means something but i can't figure this shit out yet i'm gonna have to like wait to continue to um, see where things are going before I can interpret this fully. Like, that's still the energy that we're going to be in even after the sun goes into Leo. 
So, yes, it's Leo season, but eh, not really. Um, I feel, I feel like I said that, what, two years ago? I think we kind of had something similar mm-hmm. to that. It was like, you know, Leo, Leo's kind of got the short end of the stick that yeah. year. Like, y'all only had like a week of Leo season that year. Yeah, I think that was last year. <laughs> I think it was, was it last year? I think that was last year. Yeah, I think that was last year. So, um, yeah, we're looking at not quite that type of thing again, but we're looking at, you know, it's not quite Leo season, even when it's Leo season. Um, but the sun actually enters Leo at, uh, well, I don't have a, I don't have the time. Oh yeah, I do have the time for that. 4.37 AM. Um, and then the other thing that happens on that same day, the 22nd, is Mercury has a sextile with Uranus. Now I brought this up a couple times last month too. Um, when you have a when Mercury has a sextile with Uranus, basically like you can find support for your ideas. Remember I told y'all about that? That was kind of um something that I was repeating. And the reason I was repeating it was because Mercury was had went retrograde, right? So it was another one of those alignments that happened before the planet went retrograde. Then it happened again after it went retrograde. And with this particular one, um, the support for the ideas was kind of like a review or going back over the support that um, that you may have wanted to have for your ideas. But now it was like you having to go back and relook at that, either the idea itself or the support that you thought you was going to have for it. Um, now this is a this is a third version of that where it's going to feel even better than the first one. It's like, okay, you had your original one. Now you had your one. We had to go back and kind of adjust. Now this is the one where you get to have like more of actual support um, for your ideas. So even though it's not quite Leo season um, per se, you still get a little bit of support there to kind of like inch your way forward in the way that you've been wanting to go, even though we're still dealing with disillusionary stuff, all right? So look for those sparks um, of inspiration on that day as well. Um, You know, like I said before, the whole idea of like putting things down on paper, metaphorically speaking, um, if things kind of come to you in a flash, you know what I'm saying? Make a note of that. You know, don't don't attach yourselves to it like, you know, everything prior to that is over and you can just focus on the flash of inspiration now. But just make a note of it because you're going to want to have that in your bag to come back to when things finally do get moving um, at the end of the year. And yes, I said at the end of the year because this shit ain't going to really lighten up like for real, for real um, until like really past halfway December. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just being real, y'all. That's that's what it is. Um, we have some things to look forward to, though. Um, but just know that the brunt of all of this shit that we've been going through, this is not going to ease up in a way where it's really, really feeling better until um, a little past midway through December. All right. However, we got some light at the end of this July tunnel. So. That was the 22nd. Oh, one more thing about the 22nd. Mercury is squaring Chiron. Remember, I'm bringing up Chiron a lot more now. So with the Mercury square um, with Chiron, now, remember, we talked about Mars and Chiron having a, a conjunction earlier. 
now we got mercury in the picture. So now we're dealing with um, lessons that involves like, uh, you know, learning from our past and our past wounds um, and getting past stuff to where we now have a better understanding um, of the pain that we've been dealing with and may have to continue dealing with, but at least with a better understanding as we move forward with it. Now it's going to be more centered around the idea of like, okay, who you've been talking to? Um, how is your communication involved in your pain or involved in your childhood wounds? Where did it come from in regards to um, who you've been communicating with? How you communicate? You know what I'm saying? Do people misunderstand you when you speak? Did that, did that hurt you real bad at some point early in your life? Um, you know, you're going to probably be uncovering a lot of lies that have taken place. You know what I'm saying? Realizing like, okay, these are the people that I know now have been lying to me all of this time. You know, that's going to be a huge theme as the sun moves into Leo on that exact same day and even probably leading up to that day and the day, the, the days after that. You know what I'm saying? Because Chiron actually moves really, really slow. So that's going to be kind of a um, an energy that's going to linger after it hits. And we're probably going to be experiencing some things leading up to that day that um, is centered around that idea. So, but those are the only two uh, major things going on that week. Um, the new moon and all those other um, energies with the, the sun opposing Saturn on that Monday. And then the sun finally making this transition into Leo, along with uh, the Mercury Uranus sextile and the Mercury Chiron square on that Wednesday. So now... We are finally moving out of all of that intense ass energy. We had all that stuff back to back to back to back to back. Let's get to the good stuff. So this is the last week of the month, y'all. Remember I said this month is going to drag. It's going to drag. It's going to feel like it's moving slow. Have your rejuvenating um, techniques in place. You know what I'm saying? Get on your supplements. Get your exercise in, get your rest, go to bed early, meditate, um, you know, have some fun things in place that you can do either with yourself or the people that you love that's around you. Um, make it a point to schedule those things strategically around these alignments because you're going to need to do that. Now, let's go to the 27th. That's the last Monday of the month. This actually, now I know I said we we get into the, to the good stuff, but we got one more whammy. <laughs> We got one more whammy before the end of it all, y'all. The 27th. Whew. Okay, we got a lot of stuff going on on the 27th. But the good thing is, is that after this whammy hits, as huge as it is, because it is huge, that's that's kind of it. So it's like the final blow. You know, we go through the whole month feeling some type of way. And and then we're actually and then we're actually leading up to like the biggest blow or one of the biggest blows that we probably had. In a few months, and um, but after the blow, we can say, you know, we can exhale, we can take a breath. <laughs> You're trying to make it sound better. I'm trying my best, y'all. It's a lot, yo. It's a lot. So okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <sighs> okay, so 27. We have four major uh, planetary alignments happening on that same day. Jupiter has a sextile with Neptune. This is another, uh, well, that's, let me give you the time, 12.07 p.m. So that's like right after noon, um, Eastern time. Remember, that's Jupiter and Neptune. 
and it's a sextile. So that's actually a a, a sweet, like kind of a, a sweet alignment, right, to have between any two planets, right? But it's even sweeter because we're talking about Jupiter and Neptune. At least we're not talking about Uranus or Mars, you know what I'm saying, or some of the planets that are considered what we call malef- maleficent or, you know, malefic, right, <clears throat> or malicious or, you know, however you want to say it. Um, Jupiter is luck, fortune, rewards, expansion, right? Neptune is the dreams, you know what I mean? The subconscious realm, the it's it's considered to be an octave a octave above Venus, which is you know the sweet stuff, the stuff we're attracted to, right? It can get you know Venus can get ugly, Neptune can get ugly too, but when we have a sextile with any two planets, that sweetens the pot, right? So with Jupiter and Neptune having that that sextile, this is another event the month this month that we can tap into our like you know our mystical inspiration right we can we can dive in remember i talked about diving into the meditation you know diving into the idealisms you know getting romantic you know doing things that the where you can kind of go off into your happy place or a place where you can you know bring forth ideas about the good life that you want to to bring in you know what I'm saying? That we that we can't really seem to get a, a grip on. Um, and we haven't been able to really get a grip on anytime soon. This is another moment where we can at least have a very vivid um visualization around that. Okay. And that's that's gonna help because of all the other stuff that's going on that same day. Um so just remember that. That's right after noon, but then right after that at 1 36 p.m. We got a weird little angle happening between Venus and and Jupiter. So Jupiter again, but this time it's with Venus, and it's a not so comfortable angle this time. Um, it's called a quincunx. Um, this actually may bring up some stuff. Um, dealing with your romantic partners, you know what I mean. Um, anybody that you feel like you're having intimate relations with or anything like that, like it's gonna be time to reassess some things. Around that time, I'm not going to get into a bunch of details of how that can play out. I'm sure you can use your imagination. Um, but just know that Venus ain't going to be too happy that day. Um, and it can go, it can be for several different reasons around the idea of not being able to expand and grow in the way that Venus has been wanting to. Um, Venus is tired. Venus is, by the end of this month, Venus is like had enough. It's like, yo, I've been attracted to this. I've been attracted to that. Like, why can't I have any of this shit that I've been attracted to? Um, and and some of us have been acquiring a lot of things that is are Venus related, you know what I'm saying? Like, but those are the people that have been doing the work for a long time. Like, if you've been putting in the work, like, since way before this year and all through this year, then, yeah, you're one of the people that can say, like, well, yeah, you know, my business is actually, you know, expanding, doing good. Um, my money's coming in more, all this kind of stuff. But if you ain't experiencing none of that, that's because you just, you ain't been doing the work that we've been talking about doing for years now. Right. So this is actually 2020, you know, 2020 means a lot of things. It means, you know, clear vision. Eventually we're going to have clear vision. Um, but it means hindsight, right? So 2020 is a year that's forcing us to look back on a lot of things and see things that, um, look different to us now, now that we're looking back at it through the lens that we've been building this entire year so far at least so just know that that energy is going to be prominent that day and then this third one out of the four that i'm gonna talk about 
this is the main one that I've been speaking about for the past month. So this is the day that Venus finally has its third and final square with Neptune. 1.48 p.m. Yes, you can let your light shine in regards to your talents. You know what I'm saying? Anything that has to do with, you know, what has you feeling like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in life. You know, this is like the gifts that you were given when you were born related to your purpose. You know, all that good stuff. Yes. However, remember, this is Neptune we're talking about. Illusion, confusion, uncertainty. Yes, it's the dreams. It's, the, it's our ultimate dreams. But remember, Neptune, when we talk about dreams, like this may be like my ultimate dream in life, but dream in a sense where you're reaching so far to where you're propelling yourself forward to at least at least to be able to achieve something um, more than what you would have achieved if you hadn't had that dream. But that don't mean that you're going to make it all the way to the dream that Neptune is pulling you towards because Neptune is like, it's, it's past Saturn. Remember, Neptune is, is two planets past Saturn. So Saturn is the limitation and Neptune can bring you past like all limitation, right? But then, like Chris said, this is a month to make sure that you stay grounded and not get lost in the shit that's going to have you, like, over here and over there and all over the place. That's also Neptune. So remember, like, yeah, shine your light in regards to what feels like the real you. But understand that if you don't have a strong, like, footing and if you're not grounded while you're doing that, you can get swept off into some things that is going to put you in a position to to be very, very disappointed because when when it comes time to come back to Earth and you realize that you can't have this thing that you now got attached to, that's going to cause some real, real pain. All right? And this is also means that Venus is, is um, finishing up its trip through Gemini to make it past the point where it first went retrograde. It still hasn't even passed that point yet, um, even on the 27th, all right? So we're still in that lingering energy of, you know, Neptune, illusion, we don't know what's going on. And on this particular day, it's going to hit that square, heightening that frustration for yet another time if we haven't had enough of that as it is already. And in addition to all the stuff that we're still leading up to for the rest of the month before we get to the 27th. All right. Have y'all had enough of me yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, can we get to the good stuff? I thought we was at the good stuff. Okay. So we, we almost done, y'all. We almost done. Let me take a sip of water real quick. Okay. But yes, remember I said this was the last whammy. All right. So. Once again, Venus squaring Neptune, this is this is the energy that has been like dressing the entire Venus trip through Gemini, both forward and backwards and forward again, which is why June and July, why which is why June has been so crazy and elusive and full of illusions, and why July will be also. But after that final square hits. We're going to be finally coming out of the energy to look forward to at least having an understanding of where 
this is going. We're not going to be able to get nowhere near um, what that understanding implies or what that understanding shows us, but at least we'll be able to start understanding what all of this shit has been about even for months prior to June. So that's some good news, right? Like, we can at least say, oh, this is why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what that was about. Oh, this is what he meant when, oh, okay. Now, yeah, we may still have to go through some more months, quite a few more months of not being able to really get there. But at least we'll begin to see where there is. All right. So that's what can I, I can get a hand clap for that, right? Y'all, yes. I hope y'all are applauding out there at least a little bit. <laughs> at least a little bit. Goodness gracious. Okay. So the final alignment that day, I just want to make sure I was real clear about what Venus is doing because that's been lingering for a long time. And that's that final, like, ending moment to that energy so we can come up out of that finally. And then at 5.46 p.m. that same day, we have once again – a square between Venus and Mars. And if anybody um, remembers, we talked about that last month too, because that's the alignment that started off June. Remember, we went into June and we hit a square between Venus and Mars. Remember, I talked about the yin-yang having issues and arguments, you know what I'm saying? The the, the lovers of, the, of the, the planets or the lovers of the solar system, like button heads, you know what I'm saying? They can't really see eye to eye, you know, the, the gender wars and you know, all of that kind of stuff, right? So we have that again that same day. So that's four four huge alignments. Uh, well, I would say four alignments. One of them is really huge. That's the Venus square and Neptune. Um, but then, you know, we can use the Jupiter sextile Neptune tie advantage. Um, and the other two are just kind of funky. So we're just going to kind of have to deal with that. But um, be be mindful of not getting swept into like being too extravagant and like caught up in like, you know, luxury and going all out and spending a whole bunch of money. Because that's that's going to be what a lot of us are going to want to do to help us feel better. We're going to be like, well, shit, I need I need a break. I deserve this uh, 50 dollar meal from this, you know, bougie-ass restaurant today because I've been going through it and I deserve this. This is going to be my my pick-me-up, right? Just be mindful of those type of uh, impulses because when the week following that come around and you look at your bank account and you realize some more unexpected shit happened that, you know, things we're not clear about, starting to come on the forefront you know you realize like oh shit i gotta pay this money back i ain't think i had to pay back oh shit this thing not open back up in my life and i gotta address that too oh damn was that meal really that important i'm telling you now it's not gonna be that important so that's that venus square mars energy you know that impulse you know the impulse to want to you know be fancy and and you know treat yourself extra sweet in ways that ain't necessarily beneficial to you. You can treat yourself extra sweet in a lot of ways that ain't digging into your pockets. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. All right. Not don't be sweet to yourself, but you ain't got to spend a hundred dollars to be sweet to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Fix yourself a bath. You know what I'm saying? Get some of Chrysalis's, uh, what's you got? What's, what's a good bath to, to feel Venus like? My sweet. Um... Hey, it's called sweet. 
Sweet life bath. Sweet life bath. Any bath, or like any sweet bath. Any sweet bath. You ain't got to get it from her. I mean, if you do get it from her, you'll probably be happy. But anything that with your purchase smells sweet and flowers. Yeah, throw some oranges in the honey, water, right. some cinnamon, some honey. Ooh, I'm getting okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> be sweet in a way that's frugal. That's what I'm saying. All right. Be mindful of those impulses that day. All right. Let's move forward. Two more things I want to talk about, and then we out here, y'all. Or three things. Three days. Things happening on three more days. So, remember, we in the last week. That was the 27th. Had a huge whammy. The 29th. Now, this is a day to celebrate. The 29th. The Venus back in shadow is finally ending. For those of y'all that ain't up on the language, that means that there was a point or a degree in Gemini, towards the end of Gemini, where Venus first went retrograde and took us on this huge, like, journey down this deep, dark-ass hole that we've been just struggling in, a lot of us, and trying to figure out where the hell is the light switch, right? And it went direct, and we still in the hole. Like, are we coming back up out this hole? Like, what the hell is going on? We finally out of the hole on the 29th. Yes, yeah, right. At the end of the month. The 29th, we can finally say that Venus has surpassed the point where it first went retrograde in Gemini and is preparing to finally leave Gemini, thank goodness, and move into Cancer. So now the home life is going to be more sweet. The home life is going to be more pleasurable, right? That's where we're headed, y'all. But there's no, we just ain't there yet. So the 29th, Venus passes its um, back in shadow, and then it moves us into the 30th, which we got some more stuff that's going to support us. Um, well, one thing is going to support us. We got three different alignments happening that day. So the 30th, first we got Mercury opposing Jupiter, and we got, um, yeah, Mercury opposing Jupiter. All right, so that happens at 10, 17 a.m. Now, this, is, this isn't this is the the sweet uh, alignment I was talking about. That's going to be the next one that I discuss. But this one right here is important to be uh, mindful of, especially for empaths out here, which I know a lot of us are now in the world. Like, we're experiencing um, this influx of more and more um, empaths and highly sensitive people. This is, gonna, this is a day to not only be practical, um, but also, it's going to be very likely that you're the center of attention on that day. And I know it's kind of weird to say that, you know, everybody is um, going to be prone to that because it's like, well, if I'm the center of attention and everybody's the center of attention, <laughs> like, how can we all be the center? Well, yeah, right. Like, how can we all be the center of attention? But within your experience, right, within your perception, within your experience, it's going to feel like that. And it may be um, like that more so for some people than not. But within your awareness, within your experience of what it's going to seem like, it's going to be a lot of energy pointed at you, basically. Think about um, Jupiter, right? Jupiter is expansion, things spreading out, right? Mercury is thought processes, attention, um, awareness, focus. Not, not necessarily awareness, but like your, your thought processes, what you're thinking about, right? Um, so if they're opposing each other, then it's like, okay, well, 
Mercury is not letting um, the attention spread out through everybody. It's pulling it all in in, in one spot, right? So that's going to kind of be all of our experience on that day. So empaths shield your energy, especially on that day. Yes, all the time. But if you have to invest in a specific time to do it more so than any other time, um, that's one of the days of July to make sure you do that. Um, especially because this is a day that we're looking forward to and you don't want to be disappointed and have your gift ruined by having your energy all jacked up because everybody swarmed you with energy when you're supposed to be um, feeling good about this other alignment that I'm about to mention. So, (laughs) (laughs) So please shield yourself so you can enjoy what's coming next, all right? And what's coming next is a trine between Mercury and Neptune. And we we should be getting excited about any supportive angles between Neptune and anything. <laughs> so that's coming at 2.45 p.m. on that same day. Once again, romanticism, idealistic thoughts, going off into your, your dream world, feeling good. Yes. Yes. So... <laughs> But now, dun, 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 we can do it in a way where we can experience it after Venus has finally passed the point where it first went retrograde, which we've been dealing with by this time at the end of the month of July for two whole months. So, yes, I've said that before, but... The other times I mentioned it, it was kind of like, a, okay, yeah, you can do that, but don't get too attached. Yeah, you can do that, but um, don't feel like it's really going to mount anything anytime soon. And make sure you just hold on to the ideas that you can come back to. This time is going to bring much more uh, clarity about what all of this stuff means. So Neptune being illusion. Mercury being thought processes, what we're thinking about, what we see, what we're speaking, what we're speaking into existence. The fact that they are having this trine to end out the month after Venus has finally gone past that point where it's no longer in that retrograde um, shadow energy. This is going to be the one that says like, okay, now I see. Now I can see a little, I can, I can see what's real now. I can, I, I get it. I get it. Not, not, I get it to where like you have it like tangibly. Remember Crystal said, we only got one tangible card. Mm-hmm. This is part of why, but get it. Meaning like you, you got it up here in the mind. Like you understand, like you like, oh, okay, this is making sense. Yeah. It may kind of suck that I still can't hold it in my hands, but at least now I can see why I had to deal with all of this shit from January, really, all the way up till now. You can look forward to that clarity, all right, by the end of the month. So yeah, we got a we got a, a few hurdles, more than a few, to get past before we get to that. But just understand that that's part of the reward that the end of July is bringing. And remember I said at the beginning of this thing, July is going to be about faith. July is going to be about holding on to that trust and understanding that even though shit look like it's going to look um, all through the month, right? 
it's going to be up to us to remember, like, everything is happening for a reason. Everything is in its proper place. Um, I can't see what the fuck it is, but I know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that it's there, y'all. By the end of the month, it's going to finally start to make sense, all right? And that um, leads us to the final alignment that day, which is Venus and Pluto. And remember I said Venus has been uncomfortable and annoyed by a lot of different things. This is going to be another annoying alignment uh, between the two of them. It's another quincunx at 9.51 p.m. Uh, this kind of gets back to what Chris Lewis was saying about the death card yeah. and and being willing to let go. This is the the theme for this alignment is that um, a relationship that has been fading finally dies. Ooh. Yeah. So I mean, really, you can go ahead now, and you you. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying kiss it goodbye now. I know that's where Christmas thought I was going. I'm not saying like let it die now because it really, it, in a way, it can't necessarily die now because you know, like I said, we a lot of this shit is dragging, a lot of shit is unfolding for a lot of different reasons that we don't even understand yet. But you can, even if you're listening to this at the beginning or uh, towards the beginning of July, you can kind of go ahead and put together. This is like how I use different alignments to read what's going to happen before it happens, right? If you know that a lot of this clarity that we've been waiting on for months now is happening on that day. In regards to the illusions that we've been dealing with, in regards to being able to finally see, in regards to having insights. And then you know also at the end of that day that a fading relationship or a relationship that has been failing finally dies. I mean, you can kind of do the math on that early. You know what I'm saying? And understand that, ooh, a lot of my clarity and understanding where all of this shit is going or what all of this shit has um is is leading us towards it's it's probably going to have something to do with a relationship needing to go that you've kind of already been sensing like uh this shit is like what is this 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 ain't yeah this shit is fading man like what the fuck now like i said you don't necessarily have to force that out now but just understand that those two concepts between those two alignments are going to be linked because they're happening the same day. This is how we predict shit. Mm. This is how astrologers predict what's going to happen in the future by looking at stuff like that. So just understand that that's how we're ending out this month. And then on the 31st, the very last day, the sun is is entering into a trine with Chiron. So once again, we have a trine supporting us, helping us out. Yeah, it's dealing with Chiron and that can be rough. But it's a trine making it to where the sun shedding light on things is helping us once again see why we've been going through all of this shit. Why we've been going through all of this pain. Why we've been going through all this agony. Why things have been so hurtful on so many different levels. You know what I'm saying? So you got those two days back to back kind of centered around a lot of the same themes. And that's how we in and out the month, you know. But don't, like I said, don't look like, don't look, um forward to being able to move into these things that um, we finally are able to see for the first time clearly until really the like the middle of December yo because you know we got even more planets going retrograde um, after this month um, 
including Mars, which is going to be real interesting because Mars usually goes through a sign every, it goes through about, it takes about two months or so to go through a sign. And even when it goes retrograde, it doesn't usually um, stay in a sign as long as it's about to stay in the same sign that it's in right now, this particular time that it's going to go retrograde this year. It's in Aries. It's going to go retrograde in Aries. It's going to remain in Aries the entire time it goes retrograde for the next, like, five to six months. It's going retrograde in September, and it's going to remain in retrograde all the way till the beginning of next year. So even even in December, like, we're still going to be dealing with Mars shit. Um, so it's, it's a lot, yo, this year, this, this is a year, 2020 is one to remember y'all. So, um, I think that's all I got for this time around. I, I feel like there's so much more I want to give y'all just cause I know what everybody been going through, but I mean, I think I'm a, I think I'm gonna have to end it there. Y'all just hang in there, yo, hang in there. The end of July is coming. I promise. <laughs> Hang in there. Listen to this over and over and over again. Take notes. Take notes. Go over your notes. Remember the dates I gave you. Um, be strategic with this shit, yo, because this is going to be another intense month. But it's just going to be different. It's going to be a very different intensity to this month. And it's going to be a month that's letting us know that even though we thought we was exhausted um, to the point where we couldn't get exhausted no more, it's going to it's gonna prove us wrong. So, I mean... That in itself is a lot to say. So keep your energy up. Get your rest. Um, share this with your people. Um, if you want to, if you need to get a reading, uh, my website is revshawn.asme, R-E-V-S-H-A-W-N dot A-S dot M-E. Um, no, don't look for me on Facebook. I'm actually, I have moved over to my new platform, new.network that is nu.network which i will actually be posting this on um the link to this broadcast so if you need to find me i suggest you go get a profile over there because i'm so fucking done with facebook um yeah they can they can i ain't gonna even say it y'all y'all feel me you want to give out your uh your contacts and stuff honey so they can reach out to you yeah, um, <laughs> she fading over here, y'all. She fading. I'm still coming back from my New Orleans trip, but um, <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's it for the <laughs> month. Yeah, she's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, how'd I do? You did good, love. You, the humans over the thank you, they'll thank the, you. Yes, so that's it, humans. It's an honor to serve the humans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about y'all planet, man. This shit. Earth, what is it? Uh, one star, very ghetto, would not recommend. Oh, my God. <laughs> I came from a long way. Ghetto ass Earth. But um, definitely the, the planet for evolution. We all get sitting here. Oh, hell above, yes. But yeah. So um, thank you all for listening. And um, my information, it's B, letter B, the vibe at, um, oh, I'm thinking my, my, my email, be the vibe.com. <laughs> and um, I know I'm so out of it right now, but um, yes, be the vibe.com is the website. 
If you need to email me, therapeuticvibrations at gmail.com. And um, yeah, I just, we've been getting a lot of growth on this podcast. Um, every month, you know, we, we double and triple in listens. And so I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, that's exciting. Very exciting. In uh, September, it'll be a year. It'll be a year that I've been doing this podcast in oh, September. Really? So I'm going to do like a special year oh, thing. Don't y'all ask me for no annual forecast. <sighs> Don't, nobody asks. I'm just saying. <laughs> we, I know they're getting ideas talking, no, about, like, talking about a year. because he want to do it. Anniversary even. and. I know y'all getting ideas. He wants to do. He hoping I'll ask him. That's all he wanted. No, no. What nobody? It's like nobody, and then still. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. I read minds. Oh my goodness. I know what the people want. Uh-huh. I know what the people want. I am taking this moment to officially announce my candidacy for president. Okay, no. I was like, what? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what is happening this month? July is happening. Anyway, oh, July is definitely happening. <laughs> so yeah, we definitely appreciate y'all. We love y'all, yo. We have a lot of fun doing this. this we one, really do. This one was just weird. It was just weird. <laughs> but we we enjoy this and we appreciate you. So yeah, we um here if you need us and definitely reach out you got our contact i have opened up my availability for readings i'm also taking reiki clients as well all that information is on my website or my ig and and uh, new quantum candles are on the way yes 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 and yes and i will be starting up another round of classes for my language of tarot course and all that information is on my website as well but um other than that y'all just hang in there please it. Pray, meditate, ask for forgiveness, do all of the spiritual things, all the things. <laughs> That's all we got. Love y'all. All right. Peace and blessings. Peace out.